CJ Peterson, and welcome to The Journey is Real. We talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. Today, my guest is Bracca Getz, and we're going to be talking about nourishing your hungry soul. Thank you for coming on today, Bracca. My pleasure. So happy to be here. Happy to have you. Your passion inspires others to fill in emptiness by adding, in essence, joy into their lives. What does that look like? Well, I had food addictions, and what I believe about addictions is that we're trying to fill the emptiness. A great example with food, when we, when we eat food that we enjoy, we wanna keep that pleasure lasting. If we don't have enough other pleasures in our life happening right that moment, let's keep it going, just keep eating. Why not keep the pleasure going? That's what we're here for, so. Well, and a lot of family celebrations revolve around food or, you know, if you're part of a church, I'm, you know, I am as well. You have a lot of potlucks, you have a lot of fellowships and stuff. And so food ends up being the cohesive part of it and it creates issues. It could, right. And so we have to refocus, wait a minute, is this the only pleasure here, this food? Or are there all these other people for me to reach out to? What other joys can I find in this gathering? Like, is this the only pleasure? It comes from a sense of scarcity. Let's say a person feels uncomfortable in the social situation. They'll just keep eating because they don't know what else to do. So it's, it's what, what I'm trying to share with people is that when you let's say a person wants to lose weight or something, they don't have to minimize their joy. They have to increase their joy, recognize that there's an abundance of joy in the world. And that's the way to get over any bad habit, not by decreasing your joy, by increasing it, adding more joys to your life. Um, Right, we develop addictions because of an emptiness inside. And it, it never will get filled. A person can recognize that if I eat 94 more pieces of the same thing I'm eating, I still won't feel that emptiness inside. It just won't happen. So these are the types of recognitions that when we have them, we can begin to move on and bring more lasting joy into our life. Nice. Well, on the journey is real. We care about the passion as well as the journey behind it. Can you kind of take us back and bring us forward as to what that journey looked like for you? Yes, I would say that for years I fluctuated between binge eating, nonstop, desperate, just keep on going one thing after another, with intense dieting. So I never actually became obese or emaciated because, and in fact, nobody would even know that I had these food addictions because I looked basically normal, you know? Because mm -hmm. um, after going on binges, then I would diet the next day in a ridiculous way. It was, I call it that a food addiction. Yes. That can't be healthy for your body. Exactly. And I would call it a food addiction. Addiction is the compulsive use of something or of a substance or a behavior, despite the harmful consequences. That's when you know you have an addiction. When you, you, I wasn't able to stop it. And what was going on? What happened was, so basically the memoir that I wrote, Searching for God in the Garbage, it's, this, it's not 
first of all, I, I write children's books. This is the only book I wrote for adults because I didn't really write it. It's a compilation of my diaries from my teenage years, then became journals mm -hmm. and letters. And then I filled in the missing pieces, the story, because when I found my, my diaries, I saw, I found my old diaries and I saw the thread that was going through them. That's when I understood why, when I was finally able to nourish my soul, mm -hmm. why was there no longer a need for the food addictions? And, and so that it tells the story of how the addictions developed and then how I healed from them. It's all a gradual story and realizations. And that's what I'm sharing with people now, how, how people can overcome these addictions by adding the, the nourishment that they're craving. It's a genuine craving, but we think we can fill it with just physical things but we need the spirit. It's a spiritual emptiness. There's something missing. Exactly. Exactly. Now, generally speaking, someone in your situation, um, when it has to do with food addictions or any type of addiction, there's usually something that is a pivot or a turning point. What was that for you? Well, what happened was I, I graduated with honors from Harvard. And at Harvard, of course, I was focused on eating disorders, food. This is what I was studying and I became like an expert on that there doing breakthrough research, of course. So it shows again that the intellectual understanding was not enough. Enough because I was getting sicker and sicker as I'm studying this and teaching people about it, you know? Kind of like the physician heal thyself theory. Yes, and then I went on to medical school. Again, I wanted to be a psychiatrist, help other people. And meanwhile, I'm getting worse and worse. By the first year of medical school, my behaviors were really bizarre, as they usually are. People involved in addictions, they do everything secretly. Mm -hmm. And um, there's so much shame involved in, in a person's addiction. So I'm doing all this stuff that summer I had a six week break, I went to Israel. And I finally, I, like for years, I had been studying and involved in many different religions mm -hmm. and environmentalism, relationships, experimenting with drugs, obviously education. Like you were trying to fill a void and you weren't exactly sure which one it was. So you kind of created a smorgasbord or a buffet of trying every little bit of thing. Exactly, a search, a desperate search for meaning in life. I wanted to know what the purpose to life was. That, that's what it was. I couldn't believe this was all there was. This is it. No, there's gotta be more. What, what are we here for? When I got to Israel, a friend took me to learn about, to a place where adult beginners, I could learn about my own heritage, which I never had done in an in-depth way. Immediately, I was filled it was like the missing puzzle piece. And there were pieces of other religions that also helped me, but it didn't fit perfectly into my own soul like this did. So I, it, it was one particular rabbi, he taught me that the purpose of life, he had the most interesting answer, which sounds very surprising. The purpose of life is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. What? What does that mean? Experience true joy. Yes. Until you experience true joy, you know, you're not fulfilled. You're not, and, and also 
finding your purpose as well. Kind of the two go hand in hand. Beautiful. Exactly. Most people don't realize this. We don't realize that life is really supposed to be a joy, that we were created like that's our that's why we were created. Why what do parents want for their children? We sure. want our children to have Yes, we want our children to have the greatest pleasure possible. And that's why we were created. And we've gone so far off course from that because we make our lives miserable instead, you know? So, well, and parents now are working to, you know, they're in essence trying to make their lives better for kids, but a lot of times they're working to the detriment of the kids because they're working so much, they're not doing what the child needs, which is to spend time with them and to nurture them and to help them grow and navigate. You know, they figure, well, I got into the teen years. That's when a child needs their parent the most. I'm a former youth leader for like 18 years. And I know that for a fact, that's when the child needs the parent the most. But when they see that their parent is, you know, they follow the footsteps. Usually children go one way or the other. They either slingshot the opposite direction or they follow the footsteps of the parent. And so if the parent is a workaholic, nine out of 10 times, the child's going to be. Or it's going to be one that just lives life or, you know, is very lazy or, you know, it's usually one or the other. But if you're teaching your child to love life and experience life and experience life's little beautiful nuggets like strawberry picking i know it sounds simple but going and picking strawberries and turning them into jelly and jam is something that your child will always remember the smell of strawberries will always take them back to that memory and it will fill them up as well beautiful so beautiful and that goes with the pleasure ladder this is it's all based on ancient mystical wisdom it's actually like you say it, this is the blueprint we were given people say there were no instructors life doesn't come with instructions but it really does <laughs> that's that's the amazing thing that i discovered which i didn't know i wasn't brought up that way so uh, the the pleasure ladder is five levels and like you were describing with the strawberries the lowest level are all the amazing physical pleasures that we're given in this world, like strawberries, like, like an orange, you know, um, I mean, the, the, these, the, like the strawberries, they become, and the orange become the brightest color when they're ripe. Pick me, pick me, this, they're calling to us in the most beautiful way. And it could have been that all we took was a tasteless pill every day and that's all we needed. Um, but no, it, instead it was made into such a pleasure. All the natural foods mm -hmm. that we were given that were created by the Almighty for our pleasure that, you know, the orange, it stays, it stays nice and juicy for months inside, <laughs> inside the peel and, and it smells good like you were saying and and not only is it delicious, but it's nutritious, which is different from all the uh, processed stuff that we get that could be delicious, but it's not nutritious for well, us. Actually, most foods in their natural form are, are more nutritional for us. Exactly. So it's like when, when we start to add the preservatives or, you know, like I, I cringe when I watch chefs add like a ton of salt and it's like you are killing whatever flavors in there. To me, 
I love the medley of the different flavors that goes into cooking. And so, you know, cooking brings me joy. I like to cook. I like to, you know, mix flavors and see what happens. I'm one of those people who doesn't write a recipe down. I'm one of those who kind of listens to the ancestors and they're like, no, 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 that's enough child. And then I stop <laughs> sort of idea. <laughs> that's kind of how I cook. I put it all in there and my husband laughs because I make homemade spaghetti sauce. And he's like, Wonderful. it never tests, it tastes the same. It goes, but it's always good. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Exactly. So all the natural pleasures are designed. Oh, they're designed not just to nourish our bodies, but also to uplift our soul. Because, because what we experience when we really enjoy the natural food is gratitude. Gratitude to source who created all these amazing gifts for us. So, well, so and it's the other thing is what you take in, whether it's food or whether it's what you're watching or those who are around you or where you work, what you take in is what your body has to process. So it's kind of like a car. If you put in chunky, clunky, bad, quick fuel, your car's going to die. If you put in the good stuff, like in sports cars, for example, your car is going to fly and it's going to continue to go and it's going to have a nice clean engine. It's going to be very happy. And so, you know, depending on what you put in yourself is depending on what comes out. If, if you're living in an abusive situation, if you're abusing food, if you're, you know, a, just depending on what's coming in is generally what's going to go out. Beautiful, just beautiful. I love it. So yeah, so all these physical things uplift our body and soul. And what is, what, why do we, what's the payment? What do we have to give in order to get this just one thing, gratitude? That's it. In order to experience the full joy, we just need to feel gratitude. And like you were saying with the parents, that's one of the main skills that parents need to give over to their children gratitude. Um, that's what gets lost so much now. And I, I, in my children's books too, that's what I, I try to engrave on the soul of very young children, gratitude for the amazing world around us, mm -hmm. for everything that we have. So, so, so like the first level, like we're saying is physical. The second level is love of pleasure this is appreciating and love by this definition is a focusing on what you appreciate about another mm -hmm. and again it's putting a person into a wider sense of connection first to a thing a wonderful thing in the creation and secondly to another being so we're because in in the state of addiction or depression a person feels alienated and separated estrangement so by adding more connection to life is how we feel pleasure mm -hmm. and gratitude so okay so first we have physical pleasures that we have gratitude for then love appreciating another again it's all empowering mm -hmm. we don't have to be dependent on anybody else even in prison, a person can experience the joy of um, for a physical thing or for love. And then the third level is meaning, doing something meaningful, being involved in a good way in the world. 
And then the fourth highest level is creativity, putting a part of yourself into the world. Yep. The, the highest level of pleasure, the most lasting pleasure is transcendence, which is connecting with everybody, with everything, seeing how we're all connected and all connected to source. And that's the ultimate in in gratitude. Each level up is a greater gratitude and a more lasting pleasure. And this is why when we fill our lives with this, there's no room for the addictions. This, this fills us up. Awesome. I love it. Um, so how we're going to kind of switch around. You have this, how did this become a passion for you? How are you using this to help other people? Oh, when, when, when my soul is nourished, when it, shine, it, it shines, part of it is helping other people. That's, that's the meaning level. I now have meaning in my life to help other people. So as soon as you've got this, you want to share it. Right. You know, that, know that's just... Have, I know you have children's books. What else do you have out there that helps other people to experience the true joy? Basically, I mean, well, my children, is that what you mean? I, I raised... Books. Yeah. Oh, what other what children's? Avenue, what else? What other avenues do you use to help people to experience joy for themselves? Oh, besides my children's books, you mean? Well, I, I mean, I was, you know, um, I was coordinating a Big Brother Big Sister program for years, mentor, helping to mentor children mm -hmm. that needed models of volunteers in their life, and, but. But basically now I'm just devoted to sharing this idea because I feel we need more joy in the world. That's really, I'm spending all my time, of course, writing more children's books and then spreading this idea to adults as well. Um, yeah, so th those like are the main ways of doing it. And stuff. Is there potentially a webinar or classes or something in the future? I mean, when I'm invited, I go on and, you know, during the pandemic, I've been doing classes all around the world. I've been, I've been reading my children's books in continents I've never visited before, like Australia and Africa and um, Asia. I, it's like, it's been a whole new thing for me, just going all over and, and sharing this, because it's all not wisdom from me at all. It's, this is ancient wisdom that is available to everybody. Awesome. That's yeah. great. So for those who want to find out more about you online, how can they find you? Well, on my Amazon author page are all my books. So okay. there, you can meet them all, you know, at once there. There's 40 books. And um, so basically, they're all children's books. They're all really on deep spiritual concepts for the youngest children. That's what I love doing. And I Except, think that's good because you're, you're starting them at their base, at their foundation. Children exactly. Children reach certain levels and phases in life. And when you're, you're showing them how to get joy in their life at the different levels, you're creating a really good foundation for them. Yes, that's exactly it. Even about, about natural foods, mm -hmm. about reacting how to interact with children with disabilities I, I also even protection from sexual abuse this is one of my topics because that's how we, we 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 protect our beautiful souls and that's how they could shine otherwise they get a ton of garbage piled on top of them so so my books are all about that like a book that just came out this week is about um let's swim safely even that I, I have a lot of books about public health too, because 
if we don't protect our bodies, then we, we can't protect our souls. And so, yeah, it's exactly. all connected. So we have about three minutes left. Is there anything you'd like to add? That, that's, that's, that's my main point. We are all spiritual beings. We came from a world of souls. We're going to go to a world of souls. And in between, we're just here temporarily in order to uplift the world that we're in and have the world refine our souls. So, so let's get all the nourishment that we need to enjoy this world together. And, and, and another line, I love this line, is we're not here to see through each other, but to help, to help each other through. That's what we're all here. We're all connected. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on today, Bracca. We really appreciate you and sharing your heart. So uh, for those who want to know more about Bracca Gets, you can find her on Amazon and you can look her up by looking for B-R-A-C-H-A is her first name. Her last name, Gets, is spelled G-O-E-T-Z. The Amazon link will travel with this podcast, so you can always just click on that. Um, and thank you guys for listening to The Journey is Real. We talk to real people with real passions who share a real portion of their hearts. I'm CJ Peterson of cjpetersonwrites.com. Until next time.